Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 57. This is our weekly special episode where I chat to Pat. Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat after all. And she tells me what she's been up to and what's coming up in Glasgow and Glasgow West End. In this particular episode, we cover lots of ground, chatting about sheep, jaguars, the new Harry Potter shop, and Charles Rennie Macintosh, among other things. Hope you've had a good week. Certainly Pat's had a busy one. And I've been working hard. Anyway, enough of me, let's get to the podcast. We chat, we pat. Welcome to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Hi there. Uh, and... Have you got a fact? I've got one of the shortest facts I've ever had. If I can find it again, that's... I don't... Right, here we are. Now, I don't know exactly when this was, mm-hmm. right, but the first weekly service to North America, which I assume is the first weekly service from the UK. Do you mean by sa- ship? Sailed from York Hill Quay. Oh, for goodness sake. Right. So I looked that up a second ago. Uh, I know the thing I found was York Hill Key, the birth of the famous Anchor Line, 1955. Oh, yeah. Right? The Anchor Line had a fleet of nine ships in 1955. Three served the Atlantic routes to North America. Uh-huh. So it could be referring to that when I originally... Does it give you the name of the ships? Uh, Athenia? Hold on a second. The other six, three passenger ships and three cargo carriers sailed to Bombay known then as Mumbai in India. Right, okay, let's see. No, it doesn't give you the names of the ships there. Because if you get into any of these, um, you know, um, I think I told you before, my grandfather went out to America mm-hmm. to um, was a football scout and he went to Pennsylvania to... Um, Set, set up a football team. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to look in to find because you can go actually go online to these ships and it's that anchor line oh, right, and get see a passenger, passenger list. list. Oh, right, okay. It's very very interesting. They've not got it for every sailing or every ship, and a lot mostly it's people who were emigrating. But I mean, it's fabulous. Right, I mean, they've right, got, okay, they have got a okay. lot of them. Good. So, so, but I didn't know that the first ship went from Glasgow. Well, I'm assuming that's... I mean, it's been such a long time since I compiled some of these facts that I can't remember the context. Well, <laughs> 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 yep. um, I'm assuming I meant UK. So there you go, that's, the, that's this week's fact. Okay. So, what have you been up to, Pat? Yeah, I've been having a good time, actually. Um, it's been an interesting week. On Monday, I went to, well, you know, it's one of my favourite places, along to Creative Conversations, University of Glasgow Chapel, 
So um, the writer who was there this week was Liam McIlvany. William so, McIlvany's son. William McIlvany's son. So I had a wee chat with him actually um, and I was saying to him how much we enjoyed seeing his dad. At, um, it wasn't all that long before he died at the Glasgow Film Festival. Remember the film? Yeah, I remember it. About yeah. him. GFP. It was lovely. Uh-huh. And he was so... Um, he was very humble and he was so pleased because it initially being in the small cinema, but it was so popular. Um, yeah. that, and that was Morris O'Brien that um, I knew that directed that. So, oh, right, so okay. he, you know, he, he, he obviously knew all about that. But I had just read, I don't read that many crime novels, but I think because, you know, how we went through to Bloody Scotland this year? Yeah. So I, got, I kind of thought, well, I'll put him in the mood for a crime novel. And it was Liam McIlvany's book that I read um, called The Quaker. He's a very, very good writer. He's a very, he's really good writer. Okay. So I enjoyed that book. <laughs> good, good. So, and what I was going to say, um, I'm not going this coming Monday. Um, I, w- I would have gone, I've got something else on. Um, I'm speaking to Eileen Reid she's going to be on the next podcast so I've arranged to meet Eileen but next week um, I think I think people will really enjoy this is the television writers the co-writers Simon Carlyle and Gregor Sharp and they wrote they've written a whole lot of things but they wrote that um, sitcom Two Doors Down do you remember oh, yeah, it? The yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah, yeah, that's very good. I Funny, laughed hilarious. my head off yeah. at that. That was, I mean, the acting in it's yeah, brilliant. It's got a really good cast, but so there must be, um, there must be very comical and you know to think up those. So they're on at the creative conversations next they're week. They're on next Monday. Right, huh? okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. And then the the podcast went out um, from with me, Miles Thomas. So that was the last podcast about now. She's a filmmaker. Yeah, I listened to it again, and uh, I think it was yesterday I listened to it again. It was a great podcast, and she's a really interesting person. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I love speaking to her about, you know, she's so enthusiastic about her own work, mm-hmm. but also it's very interesting talking to somebody that's involved in the film industry in Scotland. Yeah, I, I mean, she went to art school, Way back in the early eighties, is that right? From what from what I remember, nineteen eighty two, and uh, she's done all sorts of things, but she's kind of fell into this filmmaking. I suppose part of the podcast was a bit of you know she's won a lot of awards for because she's a very incredibly talented person. But at the same time, it's still quite difficult for her to get films funded and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, well, I um, I thought, how come we don't know about this woman? Yeah. Just, I think it's just hard for people to to get on. I don't think that um, I don't think Scotland's really geared up properly yet. I mean, I think Ireland does much much better in the film industry. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. I mean, you can tell from from just that chat there's a potential for growth in Scotland for the Absolutely. film industry. Yeah, what else? What have we got? Well, um, today I had a, I had a good time today. Um, I went along this morning to the CCA. It's great that it's um, Centre for Contemporary Arts. 
in Sackey Hall Street, you mm-hmm. know, it was closed for a long time because of that school fire. So it's great to, that it's opened again. And I went along today, it was a, an event that was on, it was called A Letter to Nan, and it was part of the um, Glasgow Feminist Arts Festival. Right. And it was a writing workshop. The person, the, it was about these films made by a local, another local filmmaker. They're sort of am, amateur um, films about her family, Nan Taggart, woman was called. And um, the person who led the workshop was Emily Munro, and she works at the National Library of Scotland, you know, down at Kelvin Hall, in the, the Moving Image Archive, which is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's, it's so interesting. Anyway, um, it was just a wee handful of us, and what we did was we watched these films, and then um, we were to... We, get, uh, we wrote whatever came into our head or... We didn't right. have to share it or anything, it was just right, right. Okay. a kind of... Um, I hadn't realised this was part of the Glasgow Feminist Arts Festival. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was like a, just like a writing class you were at. No, no, it wasn't it wasn't really a class, it was part of, ah, right, okay. part of that. So it was just to kind of g me up a wee bit because right. I've not been doing that much writing. Right, so it's not a kind of regular thing, it was no, just no, a one-off? No, it was a one-off. Ah, right, okay. Uh-huh, it was a one-off. Right, okay. I enjoyed it, enjoyed it very much. And then... Um, Afterwards, I walked up Sucky Hall Street and I went into the Miss Cranston's Willow Tea Room. Right, I haven't been in it. This is a new one, the, the other one has been done up. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I haven't been in it recently. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I don't tend to pass it because usually if I'm going to Sucky Hall Street at all, I'm getting the bus in and I go off Further along. At, along at Renfrew Street. So, yeah. I wasn't generally walking... Um, past it and even if we'd been going to the GFT because all the road works and everything yeah. we've been going a different route anyway um, it's absolutely beautiful I didn't go in for for a cup of tea or anything but I had to be peeping the, the the tea room and I wandered around the shop and it's it really is lovely the shop's lovely and there's a um Exhibition on in the in the back, but I thought you and I could go yeah, someday and go and have tea and go to the exhibition. So I knew one of the women who was working there, Vicky. So um, I, I I enjoyed chatting chatting to Vicky. I hadn't seen her for a while. She used to work in the West End, and um, so um, she gave me um, a couple of tickets for us to go to the exhibition. All oh, right. Okay. It was really nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. The, the staff were lovely, and it's it really is. They got lottery funding. To I mean that that yeah, I've seen the program on the telly. Yeah, I remember in the I documentary. Watching it. I mean that um, that was the only um, tea room that Macintosh designed, and that was uh, back in nineteen o three. So yeah. it's quite something. It's lovely. Uh, do you know? I know we've got people listening from America. So if anyone is coming um, to Glasgow and, and for a visit, any tourists, that's one that should be one of their destinations because it's it was be very very enjoyable. Place. Yeah, well, all all of the Charles Rennie Macintosh sort of uh, tourist attractions, I suppose you'd call them, are all worth a visit. Definitely. You know, there's the tea room, there's the uh, Ontarian Art Gallery. Uh, 
Macintosh re- recreation house. of the Macintosh house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the one over in Pollock Park, which isn't really house a Macintosh. Yeah, think. it's not really a, a Macintosh mm-hmm. designed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a Macintosh designed, and as a name, he designed the plans. He never built it, mm-hmm. but it's been kind of built. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, you know. In the last, mm-hmm. in the modern era. Yeah. In Hill House, down in Hill House. In Hill House, which is shut at the moment. At the moment but, yeah. Um, no, it's, no, I'm, I'm quite sort of, I, I, um, I was going to get in for a cup of tea and I thought, no, I'd rather wait till a day and that's what you were actually doing. Yeah. And go down and sit and have some nice afternoon tea and yeah. look at the exhibition and spend a wee bit yeah, of time absolutely. in it. And there, were, there is probably still some of his furniture in uh, Kevin Gobart Gallery. There was a was a room of Macintosh, although a lot of, I think a lot of that's been loaned out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there will be stuff that's still there though in Kelvin Grove. So that was really really pleasant. I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Um, so there's they're coming up. I'll be going to more book things because um, Book Week Scotland is coming up. It starts on the 19th, that's next Monday, 19th till the 25th. Remember last year we were in Damier Library with the oh, wow, 10 Letters Telling Lies. Yeah, yeah, and great. a lot of these events are in local libraries. Right. I think some of them are, like the, some are at the Mitchell, but some of them are in local libraries. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I know last year, like in Park Hall and than Toker and different places like, like that. So it's quite, it's nice for the local community. Um, and the uh, Arlington Baths have, they have a whole programme of events on. For Big Week Scotland? Yes, for Big Week Scotland, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they've got... Um, Read the book while you're in for this one. Uh-huh. Um, Tom Shields. That, that, remember he used to write for yeah, the yeah, Diary. Diary yeah. He's written those books. He's funny, so he's he's there, and um, it's a fabulous program. So it's a very very easy to find things as well. So if people want to look up Book Week Scotland, I've got some highlights up on the site. Um, Graeme McRae Burnett and right. Denise Mina and um, Liam McIlvany is actually back on in the book festival. And then um, Stuart Cosgrove is also on in that with his um, Harlem '69 book, the the um, third book in his American Soul, Soul trilogy. And I would like to go and see him, but he's also on in Burnham mm-hmm. Book Festival, and I love Burnham and Dunkeld. Yeah. So I thought we could maybe take a wee drive up. Yeah. I did, uh, did the website for Burnham Arts, which is based up there. That's right. <laughs> well, that's when we went before, yeah. when you were going up to work. And that's right. And then John and Ryan and I would just come with you and that's right. you'd go we, to work and we'd hang we'd out. Trip. That's right. <laughs> we'd trip. But it's a lovely place. So, um, yeah, so I'm quite looking forward to, to that. There's a couple of things um, that have been quite... It sort of tickled me a wee bit. Do you know that, um, I just found this out today actually, the University of Glasgow have got their own wool. 
Didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Well, just was just um, announced today. Right, okay. Um, yeah, there are um, two academics there. I think they're um, historians and sort of, um, sort of experts in Scottish textiles, and they come up with this idea. So the wool comes from Cochno, the sheep, in Cochno Farm, you know Cochno up, up behind in Toker. Yeah, yeah. Remember I went with Anne, we planted trees up there, it was some part of some project, some eco-project. Um, so... The, so what, the sh- you're shearing the sheep and then making the wool? The sheep, uh-huh, all that's happened. And did they raise the sheep themselves or just rent them out or what? Well, I, think, <laughs> I, th- I think they're... Um, and it just noticed that that's where the wool is coming from, those sheep, and they belong to the university. Right, okay. And it, so the, the wool comes in four colours, um, natural, university blue, pink and grey, sort of slate colour. And you can buy the wool in the university bookshop, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Right. And then um, on Twitter, if you make something... From the wool, you put it up on, on Twitter. Twitter. Right. Good. So I'm going, to crochet, I'm going to crochet a hat. I, I just think it's, it's such a good idea, isn't it? So I'm going to get into the university bookshop and get my wool. Another thing that I was really pleased about this week was um, Ian Mitchell sent me... Um, he's a, he's a, a super writer. Very, very... Um, I like writers that you know, when they're writing about places. And that's what I like about Stuart Cosgrove as well. It's very easy to read. It's well-written, but all the details, you know, sort of, um, like, academic almost, but, um, you know, loads of very, very um, clear facts. Mm-hmm. And um, Ian writes about Glasgow. He writes, um, you know, walking in Glasgow. So that's one of the... Um, he sent me... A feature on Govan Hill, and it's really a super, um, a super read, because Govan Hill gets such a bad press. Yeah. So it's a kind of, and I mean we've been over um, at different events. Yeah, we were there not long ago. Yeah, the, the reading bells. For, for, they do so well, and you know the community, it's activists that um, Jim Monaghan, the the poet, yeah. does quite a big role. So it's, it's a great read, so I, I, I recommend that to people. Govan Hill, No Single Ends, it's called. Right. And um, also sent another piece. It goes over to Utah, Utah in America quite a lot, and he's written a lot about America and travelling in America. So he's written another piece, and it's called Tarnished Jewels, and it's about America's public lands and how they're kind of trumps of messing them up right <laughs> so um, yeah yeah well, not so, that Keenan Trump no so well I'm anyway <laughs> so there there's quite a lot of um, things coming up obviously Christmas time it's all go so quite a lot of contrasting things um, one thing that um, somebody sent me was she's a Talbot the um, writer and um She's radio broadcaster. She sent me information about something called Glasgow's Forgotten Women, and that's on in Maryhill Borough Hall. 
lot of people very interested in. It's all about the, you know, the sort of Magdalene Institute and, um, you know, how all these young women were repressed and right. labelled, you know, prostitutes and... This is young women that had children uh, and they were children were taken up off them they were put into homes well, uh, well, that's well the part, women themselves were put uh, into homes yeah but, that, but that's part of it well this was this institute that, that's, that's just part of it some of them um, were socialists or you know they were just seen to be right sort of rebels or uh, sort of, not fitting into not fitting what in, was yeah. a decent believed to be a decent young woman right okay so very very harsh so that I think that would be incredibly interesting. It's on the twelfth of December. Glasgow's forgotten women. Yeah, so there's information up on it on the, the website, and then um, I also got information about the the Hidden Lane down at Finston. They they're having events in the lead up to Christmas, so it's a a great place if anybody's not been. There's all lots of small studios and artisans and. Designer jewellers like um, Shona Fidget, and um, I mean, we've been often, mm-hmm. and there's always something new, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, it's a great wee community of shops and sort of workshops and craftspeople. Mm-hmm. We cafe at the end, yeah, yeah, it's a good place to take your camera, isn't it? Oh, it's very right. colourful, very different. That's right, a lot and of people recording have... studio as well. I mean, not rehearsal studios I used to be in. Recorded in the studio, and I've rehearsed in the, record, the rehearsal studio. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of people still don't know that it exists. Mm-hmm. It's right off of Gyle Street. Anyway, um, there st- Saturdays, twenty um, fourth of November, first of December, and eighth of December will be open studios all day, and um, it's going to open late on Thursday nights. Right, okay. So I mentioned before about the um, Christmas light switch on in Bars Road. That's the 25th of November. So that's next, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then uh, another couple of dates that people might be interested in for their diary. Dave Arcari, he's been on tour again in America and all over the shop. And um, the plays blues guitar is it, it, is a great showman Dave yes, isn't he and so he's going to be on at King Tut's on the 22nd of November yeah if you've not seen Dave he's a must see I mean he's a slide guitarist mainly plays uh, old kind of I can't remember the names of things those old kind of metal guitars what they're called uh, Dobro Dobro <laughs> well done Pat Dobro guitar, <laughs> which is the sort of guitar that old blues men played in the past because they're very kind of loud guitars, you don't didn't need to amplify them because they have these things called resonators on the front of them, so it plays those types of guitars. Yeah, well it's very, very enjoyable. And then on the 24th of November, which I think that's next Saturday, um, is the Many Singers, Many Songs event up in Mary Hill. Oh yeah. That's Warren um, Warren Starry Skies that um organises that. So BMX bandits will be there and Yeah, it's funny, I was listening to I listened to Apple Music, you know, the streaming service that 
and I get every month. I pay for every month. And I was listening to, I always listen to what they call the chill mix. Uh, I, I usually enjoy most of the stuff that's on those mixes. And I was listening to a tune today. I was thinking, this is really nice. I wonder who that is. And it was the BMX Bandits. <laughs> uh, and it was the woman who was saying, I can't remember her name, uh, his partner. But it was absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, they're great. So, and Roddy Hart, and I can't remember who all else, but it'll be a big, big, yeah, be a long, a long show, and yeah. lots of people involved in the charity event. So, there's a lot happening, there's a whole lot, a whole lot of other things, but I, those were some of the things I thought I would pick out. Okay, good, good. Uh, and what's your favourite West End place this, well, this week? Um my favourite West End place this week is Cresswell Lane. Right, okay. So, you know, you've got all the lanes off um, Barr Road and Cresswell Lane, there's an awful lot happening there right now. I, um, excuse me, I'm in Nancy Smiley's a lot and I'll come back to that in a minute. But um, the there's a, there are some new shops here. Upstairs in the Courses, there's a lovely wee shop called Sasonia. Oh, yeah. So I popped in a lot of crafts and craft jewellery and beautiful knitting, no big scarves. Mm-hmm. and But it's a really lovely wee shop. So I popped in there. There was a lovely young man there called Salvatore. So we had a wee chat. And it says Aunt Wendy's shop. And Aunt Wendy must be the pr- most productive person in the world because she everything in it she's made. She made everything. Everything right. in the shop. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So very impressive. I'll definitely go back in there. Auntie Wendy. And the it's right opposite Janet and John, which is another fabulous shop, and um, particularly nice just now with all the Christmas things, and. What Janet and John do is they, um, everything in the shop is made by Scottish craftspeople. So there's lovely cards and jewellery and ceramics and, um, you know, posters and again they have lovely, they have a lot of lovely knitting too and hats that Janet does herself. but. It's a great, um, it's a great outlet for people, you know, for people that are, are are making things. Yeah. It's really, 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 really lovely. Yeah, I've been in it a few times. Fantastic um, variety, and it's very reasonable. A, a lot of the things are very, very reasonable. Uh-huh. Got if if anybody um, likes kind of Christmassy things, they've got lots of lovely, like sort of cute wee Christmassy earrings and and that sort of thing. So and. Down in the lane, again, back downstairs, ZZ's is closed at the moment because it's getting a huge refurb. Right, okay. Remember we went there when it opened? Well, we did, that's right, and I took a lot of photographs from them. Uh, so it's a lovely, spacious it's, it's restaurant. Nice, it's a nice place. It's a nice restaurant. So it's getting all done up. And then right opposite it, there's another new shop called The Root of Magic. And that's a Harry Potter shop. I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, they've gone to town with it. I mean, it's very, very attractive. I'm sure um, anybody that's a Harry Potter fan, you know, kids and yeah. mummies and dads, they're going to love it. 
Well, the Harry Potter fans, of course, you see them wandering about Glasgow University quite a lot. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> they come over from China and Japan. And the Harry Potter fans. Harry. The Harry Potter fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know about Harry Potter. No, I'm not really. 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 Thirty years of age. So, so Nancy's is in Criswell Lane, and it's, I mean, it's the most beautiful, beautiful shop. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a real what they talk about treasure troves, but it really is, and lovely staff. So on Sat on Sunday rather, um, this this week, this weekend on this Sunday coming. They're going to have um, Prosecco and winter cocktails and people can go along and help them celebrate, celebrate their good, 30th good, birthday. Good. So I'll be going to that. Yeah, well you've known Nancy for a long time as well. I've known Nancy, no, n- n- I don't think I was in it 30 years ago, maybe I was. Oh, right, now wait a minute. Um, she had that wee gallery as well for a while. I had the Sultan. Yeah. Gallery, remember that. So, and then the 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 jewellery studio is going to have a kind of specialty. It's up on Great Western Road on the second of December. Right. So that's another date for people to know. But I think it'll be. I mean, quite a lot of people. I would imagine will go along on Sunday for the thirtieth birthday party. Yeah, well, she's a feature of the West End. Her shop's a feature of the West End. Absolutely, it's and she's an artist herself. So yeah, I mean a lot of the th- some of the things. Well, we've got a couple of things actually that Nancy made, but it's just some of the things in the shop are, it's very very good in artists and um, I've got that lovely vase in the bathroom. I've had maybe had that for about twenty years, and beautiful cards and things. Yeah. So, so there we are. That's my favourite place. Okay. Good, good. So, have you got anything that you wanted to talk about? Another week of work, too much work, worn out. But uh, let me think. I was down in Newcastle, Gateshead, yesterday. I suppose that was quite interesting for work. Uh, visiting a project called Signpost. Very interesting project, actually. They, they are part of ITV television production and what they do is they produce all the signposting for the programs it is not signposting the bsl you know british sign language right, right. so if you see a program and you see somebody in the corner right, doing sign language them. Yeah. they do they produce all of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i was down there on the thursday because uh, i'm home to try and do their website for them try and get try and get that job and apart from chatting to them they also showed me around yeah it was it's remarkable actually. They've got a room which is quite a big room and one end of it they've got what's called a green what's it green kind of call it. It's like a wall which has got green material on it and it goes down in a kind of curve. It's called an infinity wall. And that green colour, you can project anything on it behind the person that's standing behind that you know, in front of that. Green screen it's called, that's what it's called. So they've got an infinity green screen as they call it. So if you stand in front of that green screen, they can project anything behind you. You can look as if you're in the Caribbean. 
or, mm-hmm. or whatever. That's amazing. So, so that's the like production area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got all this sort of huge, big, expensive cameras and they've got a wall of, you know, like you see on the television when they're in the, the back room, they've got the wall of televisions and all the control panel and all that. And that's where they produce all the, the, uh, the sign, British sign language for the programmes. But they're wanting to expand uh, and they do, you know, they do sort of film production as well. So, so they want to be able to get their name out. Mm-hmm. And their uh, USB is the fact that 50% of their staff are actually deaf. Right. So, you know, a lot of production houses, they don't have disabled people working in, in those areas. So they've got the, the able people working on behalf of the disabled people. And other other uh, organisations exactly uh-huh. exactly so but in this organisation the complete grasp of everything. yeah so this organisation uh, they've actually got folk who are deaf and their sign language is their first language mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty unique uh, a big it's, advantage it's a big advantage for them and also because it's in Newcastle and not in London where most of these types of facilities are mm-hmm. they feel they can do it more economically uh, it's going to be cheaper for people to go to Newcastle to get it done than it is to go down to London. Yeah, well, that's good. So that's my sales pitch for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and I, hope that, I hope they're listening. I hope you get the <laughs> job Give me the job. See if you don't get the job. We're pulling that podcast. <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> uh, the only other thing, that, big thing that's happened, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, is that my our, our car died. Our uh, old green jag has yeah. expired which we've had for eight or nine years. Or longer even. Yeah, it might be longer than that. But it's a lovely can and uh, decides not to put it through the MOT, it's just going to be too expensive to try and get it MOT'd. Well, we certainly had our money's worth out of that car, Jim, because it wasn't expensive. And no, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't that expensive. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't know one car from another. I'm always, to me, nearly everybody's got a grey or, or a silver car. I'm always standing beside the wrong silver car because I don't know one from the other. But I did love that car. That car. Yeah. It was so sort of classy looking. Yeah, it's a nice green car. Color. It still is a nice looking car, mm-hmm. even though it's uh, no longer a car you can drive on the road. Oh, well. But that means having to buy a new car or a used car. And I don't really like many cars. I'm, I'm 99% of all the cars on the roads I don't like. They're dull. Well, I don't like black ones because I think they're dangerous, but you told me that's not right. That's definitely not right, Pat. That's just ridiculous. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> I just think nobody can see you if you're in a black car. <laughs> what if you wear a black coat? Is that the same idea? Well, you're crossing the road in a black coat you've had it. <laughs> Black-coated jaywalkers are silly. <laughs> Maybe just at night, Pat. Mm-hmm. I suppose, I don't know. Black cars, I think. Yeah, anyway, we're not getting fine. a black one. Well, we're not getting a black car because mm-hmm. we've already bought a car, which mm-hmm. is not here. We'll get it probably next week. So it's a blue car? It's a blue car. Pale blue. Largely because I showed you a blue car and you liked it. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. <laughs> we looked at a few and you said, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just go by the colour of you. Well, I looked, I seen it. I showed you a yellow one and I thought for a minute you liked that. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out. You didn't like that one? No, I didn't. But why did I think you did? Were you just saying... Well, I thought you wanted it. 
No, I don't think I would have been that comfortable with a yellow car, to be honest with you. Okay. But I would have bought it if you. For you, you know, just to keep you happy. <laughs> I'll be happy with the blue one. <laughs> so hopefully, we'll get that soon enough. And it's a. It's a Citroen. Citroen. D3. Don't I ask think, me, Jim. Yeah, I think I only know it's pale blue. DS3, I can't remember, actually. I only know it's pale blue. So. But it looks nice. Good. I'm pretty shallow when it comes to these things, so... It looks nice to me, and it's not... Like, and you don't have to go to Essex to get it? No, I don't have to go to Essex. The other one was in London. I, yeah. I would have went down in the kit, in the train, picked it up if I had decided to buy that first one, which was a bit cheaper. But it had no MOT on it. Well, it had two months MOT on it, but and the person wouldn't put it through an MOT, so I decided not to buy it. Too well, much, too I, much hope we'll get, I hope we get the car soon because we're going to burn them. That's right. Yeah. So that's my only news apart from working. Can't think of anything else. Okay. Right. Well, Thanks, Pat. Right. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. For another another episode of Jim Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye for now. Thanks Pat, this ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hope you enjoyed that one. If you did, remember to give us a good review on the iTunes or whatever it is you're listening on. Hit the five stars and if you've got any questions, please get in touch. Best by Twitter, I think, which is at Glasgow's West End. Okay, catch you next time. Bye.